0: Mild and Wild Thoughts. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mild and Wild Thoughts. This is your boy, Crazy Q. And on today's episode, I will be looking at some influential figures in the world of conspiracy theories. Primarily, American radio show host and far-right conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones, and famous former English footballer or for those who are not fluent in the art of English vocabulary, a soccer player, and sports broadcaster turned into one of the most legendary conspiracy theorists and pioneers in the conspiracy movement, David Icke, who is also the author of over 20 books and lectured in over 25 countries. Now, my history with both of these public figures stems from the beginning of the Y2K scare back in the years 1999 and 2000. For those that don't know about Y2K, it was where most of the world was up in arms about what is going to happen when the clock hits midnight on January 1st, 2000. At that time, and I remember it vividly because it was a time where both businesses and civilians were panicking about whether or not the technology of that time would keep up with the new technological age that we were entering. During the whole commotion of what is going to happen, figures that that I have never heard of started becoming more and more visible in the public eye and started making outrageous claims about the government's plan for global control manipulation and thus completing their objectives of a new world order where everything including finances agriculture politics medicine etc were going to be controlled by one global entity of course with these claims I just thought they were similar to those crazy people on the sidewalks preaching that the world was coming to an end but now here's the kicker over the next year or so so around 2001 as I was being slowly exposed to these wild claims, not only from Alex Jones or David Icke, but from also academics and researchers, and being the curious person that I am, I started getting deeper and deeper into researching the various events that have happened throughout history, and that is when dots started connecting. After finding out that the majority of world leaders are either related by blood and or family, it shows that they are all, they, that they are all part of the same objective. And much of the violence and wars that happened were between those who were aiming to achieve the objective against those who were not playing nicely, as you would say. And in that time frame of my realization, 9-11 happened. And at first, I was just like the average folk, who really did think that a bunch of goat fuckers with box cutters took over a couple of planes and committed an act of terror against the United States. But that thinking was short-lived until videos and pictures started surfacing that was the opposite of the narrative that the social media and the news media was shoving down our throats. The airplanes that could not be found after the attack, but passports were somehow found. The construction of the buildings that were meant to withstand 10 times more damage than what was resulted. People in the building hearing bombs going off in the basement before the attack, which is similar to a demolition act. And not too long before the attack, the owner of the buildings increased their insurance policy on the towers just months before 9-11 in case of a terrorist attack. And here is the bigger kicker. The Twin Towers was kind of like a safe. There were billions and billions of gold bars that were in the building that were being held by the Twin Towers. 9-11 happened. Where was the billions and billions of dollars of gold bars that were supposed to be there? Hmm makes you think. While all of this was going on, both Alex uh, Jones and David Icke were not only spewing their ideas about 9-11, but before the news media even mentioned who the terrorists were, these individuals affirmed that the U.S. would go to war with the Middle East under the guise of fighting terrorism. They even went as far to naming the countries that will be attacked. Now, many of you might be thinking, well, Crazy Q., Isn't it obvious that if some Middle Easterns attacked the U.S., that the U.S. would attack them? Yes, of course. Self-defense and protecting your citizens is definitely priority number one. But why attack countries that had nothing to do with 9-11? Iraq, Libya, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Sudan, and Afghanistan are all countries that not only had nothing to do with 9-11, but they are also the few countries left that do not have a Rothschild banking system which is supposed to be a banking system led by the IMF, or the International Monetary Fund, to usher in the one world financial system. Since then, what has happened? Well, let me give you a rundown. Iraq's leader killed. Libya's leader killed. Afghanistan's leader killed. Syria, Sudan, and Yemen going through a genocide. And Somalia left to fend for its own with no government, and somehow named pirates by the news media. Pirates. Pirates. Out of all labels. Pirates. Oh no, the pirates are attacking. <laughs> Fear equals control. If you think these leaders were killed to bring democracy to their nation by uh, the United States or Europe, then the media brainwashing has highly influenced your thinking. When in fact, these leaders provided their nation with free health care, free education, financial assistance, housing, and security, which, truthfully, Would make many americans envy of how those citizens were treated by their government now some individuals who are not just spewing spewing ideas like alex and david which by the way many of their ideas are actually backed by factual evidence and this factual evidence was revealed by a couple of other individuals who took that next step so instead of them writing books and being on television they pretty much took the next step now what is that next step so as you know every generation needs a hero A hero that will sacrifice their freedom and liberty to expose and reveal the truth to the people. And this was done by Edward Snowden, an ex-CIA employee who leaked hundreds of thousands of classified U.S. national security, British and Canadian intelligence, and Australian intelligence documents in regards to global surveillance, monitoring emails and texts, and simply George Orwell foretold in his legendary novel, 1984. He is currently living in Russia, where he cannot be extradited back to the U.S. for facing his crimes. Now, another hero that exposed and revealed the true intentions and actions of the various governments around the world was Julian Assange. You may have heard of him through his expose, WikiLeaks. Assange was a middleman, and where a small group of U.S. military whistleblowers provided Assange with hundreds of thousands of documents as well about the wars that the U.S. was involved in including the military strategies videos of attacks and logs during the Afghanistan and Iraq war not only did WikiLeaks expose military documents but it also captured and revealed the hundreds and thousands of emails during Hillary Clinton's presidency run against Obama which revealed a lot about the Clintons now My main point of this topic is simply to bring to attention what a handful of individuals have done to steer society away from thinking their government is an almighty entity, to an entity with diabolical plans for total control over your mind, body, resources, and the choices you make. And not only to bring attention to these individuals, but to also highlight their work and how they have impacted society over the many decades. Hey Crazy Q, wait a minute. If the powers to be are diabolical, And these individuals that you mentioned are supposedly crusaders of the truth. How do you or we know that the powers to be did not plant them to think that we know what's going on? Couldn't it just be a tactic to throw us off from the truth? Yes, you are absolutely correct for those who are thinking that. I don't know whether or not the individuals I mentioned could be another set of pawns to manipulate the quote-unquote woke people. But for me, because I am a history and politics nerd and researcher, you have to see what society was like before these individuals became popular and mainstream. These individuals have stuck to their ideologies for decades. They are fully aware of the consequences they face and the repercussions that will accompany them. This is a different war we are now facing, a mental war, where your mind is the prize and controlling is the goal. These individuals, whether they are plants or not, have given me, and millions others, not just a glimpse into their ideas, but also the opportunity for the average person to think. Think about what was never thought of. That seed of thought that these and thousands of other individuals who are speaking the truth, who have done their research, or even experienced it, that seed of thought that these and thousands of other individuals have implanted in our minds can now grow into mindful thinking, rather than thinking just to think. To the point, question everything. Think mindfully and make decisions based on not what the media tells you, but what makes sense. Hmm. On an ending note, if you haven't yet, follow Milderwald Thoughts Podcast on Instagram at M-I-L-D-W-I-L-D-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. The link is in the bio. So, to get the freshest ideas from the craziest host, Crazy Q. So, until next time, stay up and alert, stay alert, and peace off. Tasha called the of the Mental with her bipolar uncle, it's, uh, bipolar.